90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, that's us. Welcome back to another fantastic episode. Kel, Adam, how you guys doing? Hello. 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 It just sounds like we are uh, the long-lost Walton family, which I think I've mentioned before and Adam doesn't know who they are. You should look them up, Adam. I have no idea. I never have any idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For new listeners, Adam was born in 1994, so this is always a fun treat. How could he possibly yeah. know? How could he know the Waltons? <laughs> He's not as old as you, Kel. Exactly. Or you, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't hear that. Anyways, <laughs> how you guys doing? We're good. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a little sad this week because, uh, not in the grand scheme of things, but sad because I know we have some, some, some sad sort of 90s news to get to oh, pretty yeah. much off the top. Yep, pretty much. You know what? And uh, just when you thought you were busy mm-hmm. with your uh, quarantine lifestyle, <laughs> J-Lo puts us all to shame. So we're going to tell you how she's doing that. Also tell you that, uh, tell you about the role that Michelle Pfeiffer turned down and kind of why she did. I was kind of surprised by the why. Um, and just like many families, Dave Grohl confirms something about what happened within the Nirvana family. But like Kelly said, we should probably start with the sad news, and that's that we learned just days ago that Dustin Diamond has passed. Screech from Saved by the Bell. Man, what a rapid few weeks he had, eh? With a quick diagnosis and then a, a quick attempt at, uh, at treatments and stuff, but it was cancer, eh? Yeah, and I just think that you often hear of this where uh, they probably had the cancer for a year or more, but didn't know, didn't have a checkup, didn't have symptoms. And then all of a sudden, when the symptoms hit, it's like too late. Yeah. And that's basically what seems to have happened in his situation. Like it was already to stage four. And I'm sure at that point it had spread pretty, you know, probably all over his his body. My only, um, I guess, you know, gratefulness out of all of this is that he didn't suffer like it was quick Mm -hmm. because you know as we you and i both know cancer patients uh sharon uh, that we've had in our lives like sometimes they hang on for a long time yeah and stage four doesn't always mean uh bad right it sounds bad and it's not that it's great but it can be uh managed and stuff but obviously with uh what he had going on it moved quicker than they could. Yeah. And there was lots of celebrities that have uh, reached out with, um, you know, tributes, especially a lot of his Saved by the Bell cast. And then even one that I forgot because I didn't really watch Saved by the Bell that much. Um, but Tori Spelling, that was her sort of first on-screen kiss was uh, being his girlfriend uh, yeah. on the show, Violet. And <laughs> so I completely forgot about that. And so I thought it was really classy of her to put out a message, you know, saying what a great guy he was and always very um, compassionate to her on set back in the day to make sure she felt welcome. I just thought that was really great of her. It's cool, too, because she did point out that uh, what a daunting task it would have been as a teenager, a young teenager, to go on the set uh, of a very successful show like Saved by the Bell and to have somebody look out for her, I thought was really cool. Amazing. Because I think it's it's clicky anyways, even if it's uh, even if people are welcoming. But then when you when you're teens and stuff, I think it's a little more challenging to be welcoming right out of the gate. So good for them for uh, or good for him rather for for being a stand up guy. Um, I remember Saved by the Bell wasn't didn't they show that on Saturdays? Yeah, it was like Saturday mornings, I think. And can I tell you the reason why I wasn't into it? And you're going to laugh because you were too old for it. (laughs) No, I think I was like. I think I was pretty much in the wheelhouse of like that that zone. Maybe I was no, I think I was still pretty much in the wheelhouse. Here's the reason why I couldn't I could not take that show seriously. The set looked so fake to me. Like when they were in the in the cafeteria, 
because they did a lot yeah. of those scenes in the cafeteria, and it just looked plasticky and pink. That's all I remember, and I was like, <laughs> I'm not doing it. And so I really like I know the cast members to sort of you know know them, but like I couldn't tell you a specific episode. I just know that was it. Slater always went around in a tank top. That's pretty much all I remember from Save by the Bell. <laughs> Well, it wasn't, uh, I wasn't in their wheelhouse, and I did watch it on Saturdays because I could. (laughs) (laughs) It might have been, I might have been working overnights at that time, or maybe I was uh, at the clubs, you know, the night before, waking up late, and (laughs) I was not in their demo at all. You see, but But Adam wasn't born yet. Actually, what, can you check when the show was, I want to say it finished, was it like 95 it finished? It was in 93. According to Wikipedia. That it finished in 93? Yeah, and I'm looking at pictures of the set. The cafeteria looks amazing. Uh, I well, love we dis- it. We disagree, Adam. We disagree. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, love couldn't it. Do it. Couldn't do it. Um, what did I want to say? Oh, yeah. You know what? I forgot to mention that we would do uh, trivia. So what right. are the standings of Triv? 17 to 6. Ooh, Whew, that has a nice that ring bad. to it. Adam is burning up the charts right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go for two more points. Here we go. 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. Yes. Adam, I feel like you have a serious chance at one of them. Oh. How do you feel about how do you feel about me? Uh, I feel like you have a serious chance at both of them. Uh-oh. So we'll see. So I'm just Adam, being needy. Adam, be fast. Fast. I'll try. All right. So your names are your buzzers. Currently 17 to 6. Here is question number one. What was the name of the TV drama slash comedy starring Callista Flockhart and Jane Krakowski that, fin- uh, that ran from 97 to 2002? Oh, my God. Why am I blanking Sharon, you should know this. I know. I thought you were actually going to cut me off the minute I said Callista Flockhart. As soon as, and that's as soon as went, my mind went empty. <laughs> Who's Jane Krakowski? Jane that's, Krakowski, uh... Callista Flockhart, Greg Germain, who's re- most recently on... Um... Okay, keep giving us hints. Yes, he's in uh, Grey's Anatomy now. Yes. He's really good on Grey's Anatomy. He actually, oh I've really God. actually noticed that Greg plays the same character on like different shows. Like he basically plays the same... Oh, yeah. Kind of a jerk. Curmudgeonly a character. smug, yeah. smuggy, know-it-all. Yeah. My totally better curious. half can't stand him, eh? Like, cannot stand him. Mm-hmm. He's good at, his, uh, at doing that kind of He's character. He's very good. He's very good. So uh, that's all the hints I got there for you. It was... Uh, Calista Flockhart. She's a lawyer. Jane yeah. Krakowski, also a lawyer. Well, she was... Wasn't they... she the... Uh, was she a lawyer or was she the, like, station receptionist? Or, sorry, oh, the show... Yes. I yeah. think she was, like, the... she. So, yeah, a legal, a legal drama. I cannot remember the name of the okay, show. Okay, so I'm calling it. Adam, no guess. No guess. All right. So no points on that one. Remain 17 I can't believe it. for the moment. I can't believe Sharon screwed Give the... me the initials. I won't take the points. Give me the initials. A-B. Sorry, A-M. A-M. Allie McBeal. Yep. <laughs> Mother of God. <laughs> Son of a... Adam, you should watch that show on rerun somewhere. Well, I'm I'm cu- I'm curious to know how you thought I had a chance with this. No, one. that's I've not never the one heard of Alan McBeal. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, none of the none of the sounds we're making are familiar yeah. to him. <laughs> <laughs> Ali McBeal. Yeah. No, you have a chance on the second one, Adam. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So, quick sticks, Adam. Quick sticks. Here we go. Uh, what was the name of the barista at the coffee house in Friends? Oh, what's his name? Sharon. 
Gunther. Sharon. Oh, that's Sharon, it. point to Sharon. 18 oh, God. Adam, I did this this question on purpose because you said you've been watching Friends reruns. It's been a while. It's been like two, three years since I've watched Friends. But oh. I mean, I could have said Rachel. <laughs> I guess that would have worked. She was a barista. At, at yeah, but she Kirk. was not the barista. Uh, she okay. was the waitress. Exactly. Uh, so 18.6, people are screaming at their listening devices right now. I know, I know. They are, everybody I couldn't is. Have been, if I had gone over to on that one, I would have I would have walked away. Yeah. <laughs> I would have sent myself to my room. I thought Barry was the barista, but he was, um, was he Rachel's ex-husband? Oh, he, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Wasn't he the dentist? Was he the dentist? Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. There All was right. Um, a marathon of Friends episodes on over the holidays on... Uh, much music, the Canadian equivalent to MTV, mm-hmm. like nonstop episodes all day, every day. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think crazy. they repeated in the overnight hours. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty awesome that at any point of the day, yeah, bloop, there, your friends were there for you. <sighs> they were there for you. It's so <laughs> when the rain starts to fall. Oh my god! Um, hey, so you know what? I, yeah, we talked about uh, J Lo and, and a ton of projects that she's got in the works and coming our way, and that's how she's putting us all to shame as we sit and contemplate which sweatpants we'll wear in a day. <laughs> um, she's one of the projects got her together with uh, Owen Wilson again. Isn't that crazy? And it's not—it's not an Anaconda sequel. Can you imagine? Do you did you watch that movie? No, it's a big snake, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's a real solid chance that now that I've said the words big snake, that I will dream of one tonight. So <laughs> that's why I didn't watch Anaconda. Ah, oh, so great. Yeah, so she's going to be, uh, is it with Mar- Marry Me, right? I think is the name with yeah, Owen Wilson. Yeah, Marry Me is the one with Owen Wilson. Yeah, and then she's, she's going to start working on, so that's not happening right? yet. And then she gets to play, this is one I'm looking forward to, she gets to play a, quote, deadly assassin in an upcoming Netflix thriller called The Mother. And uh, I'm sure there's more music stuff coming along there, too, right, at some point? Well, she's there's just... that movie, The Mother, then there's another movie called The Godmother. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so The Mother is for Netflix. She's also doing something else for Netflix called The Cypher, which she'll be in and she'll produce, where right. she plays an FBI agent, which is based on uh, on the best-selling novel. So she's busy. I don't know when she sleeps, that girl. She doesn't. Well, it's clearly why she uh, doesn't have the time to marry A-Rod at this yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. I uh, love her. I just do. Like, I just think she's... I mean, I feel like because she's I'm Every Woman, there's probably some level on some topic she's not the best at. But it just seems like everything she puts her heart to, she gets it done. Because remember, too, like after she had the twins, I think she, if memory serves, she she either entered a marathon or a triathlon. And it was like Mm -hmm. to help get her back in shape. Like she was going to train like crazy to be in shape. So she did like I want to say it was a triathlon. I feel like she did like an amateur triathlon. Maybe a try a try. Maybe, maybe, but I, it was still like significant, like significant swimming, significant running. Oh yeah, yeah. Even the uh, entry level, like let's get a taste of what this whole event is going to be like, is uh, <laughs> an arduous task. I am yeah. never doing it. Oh, me neither. Never, never. Uh, you know Deb will do I... them. My better half will do them and and do great at them. But the 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 water yeah, part, no. you're swimming I'm not in water. Kicked in the face. Well, kicked mm-hmm. in the face and people swimming on top of you and people just being rude, yeah. you know, <laughs> and not saying excuse me and pulling and pushing and whatever. It's not like a water polo game or anything, but yeah. everybody's trying to get their best time and get the hell out of the water. Um, 
But the one that uh, Deb did a couple of years ago, it was super windy. So the water was super rough. Yeah. And one yeah. of our friends was doing her first time too. And and what happens when the water's rough, typically, is that if you're not used to this event or an event like this where everybody's clamoring to get to wherever the finish line is, <laughs> that uh, you people panic. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they've got boats on the side waiting and watching to see that all the heads are not you know, sinking. Yeah. Yeah. Never, never. I'll never Great. do that. No, no, thanks. Never. I'm never, I'm and never in si- that much of a rush. And, and, and your significant other and my sister are both marathoners, right? And yeah. also will not do that. No, thanks. Like no, I can, I'll get a ride. Yeah. And my sister, like she, she's told me like she's, um, she's done the Boston marathon at least, I think it's twice. And I remember her mm-hmm. telling me before the second one, like she was actually there. I think you and I have discussed this. Adam, I'm not sure if you know this, but my sister crossed the finish line about 25 minutes before the Boston bombing. Wow. Wow. I had At no the, idea. Was it 2013, I think, was the... Yeah. Yeah. So, and I remember as she was heading to to go do that particular marathon, so this was obviously before the tragedy, she had like a knee injury and she's like, uh, hey, Kel, can I borrow your compression socks? I need like an extra pair, you know, whatever. And I said are you really sure you should be running the marathon like with this wonky knee? She's like, I'm doing it. I qualify. <laughs> you can't not do Boston. I think that's Yeah, well, because it takes a, a lot of effort to qualify, right? Like she had to qualify mm-hmm. via Ottawa, I believe it was. Anyways, but whatever. So like, you know, I, and then I get these stories after, yeah, like my leg cramped up at, you know, kilometer 28, but I sucked it up for three <laughs> kilometers. Then I was, I got my second wind. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, thanks. <laughs> no. Furthest I've ever run, I think, was 11 or 12K. Okay, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Which not is, too bad. What, six, seven miles or something like that? And I'm I'm very satisfied with that. Yeah, I think I've done 10. <laughs> I think that's my, my uh, but I used to do like six regularly, like three times a week. Mm-hmm. And it takes me about 32 minutes uh, to do that. And so I'm fine with that. My dog can oh, do yeah. six kilometers in 22 minutes. So I'm a little sad. <laughs> like I'm a little oh, sad that. <laughs> That she she shaves off ten minutes and she smiles all the way through it because she's a husky. So husky I was gonna smile. say, and she's also got four legs. You only have two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, before we move on to the next topic, I did want to give a shout out because I I got some notifications that we have some new followers. Ooh. Um. So I want to give a shout out to Colorado Girl Twenty Eight, nice. uh, who recently followed us on uh, Podbean, which is our hosting uh, company for Nineties Now. And also, you ready for this? This was uh, yes. about two weeks ago. We got a, a follow from Snow Princess Twenty Eight Hundred. Wow. I want to know who Snow Princess 2700 and down were. You know what yeah. I mean? Like how many? <laughs> Why so, aren't they listening? <laughs> exactly. So a uh, big shout out to uh, these particular two. I just got the notification that uh, they've signed on. So thank you so much. And thank you to ever- anyone um, who has found us on all the, the podcast platforms. Pretty cool. Very yeah, cool. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Pass it on to all, all the other Colorado girls and Snow Princesses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Back Rally to you, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> well, after talking about all those roles that uh, uh, J-Lo is hogging. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one of the ones that Michelle Pfeiffer has been speaking about recently that she turned down was Clarice in The Silence of the Lambs. Isn't that crazy? I, wow. It's, well, I can't picture it at all because I thought Jodie uh, Jody Foster's go at that was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but that Michelle Pfeiffer said that, uh, that the evilness was partly the reason why she turned it down. Right. And the way it ended and it's pretty, it's disturbing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. You ready for this? Yes. I have never watched the movie. I am not surprised by that. Yeah. Never watched. So, so when she 
wrecked it for me and said that <laughs> that it ended with evil. I'm like, damn, oh, well. you've wrecked the ending. <laughs> but you know what? It starts with evil. There's evil in the middle. and uh, But that, it doesn't wreck the ending at all. So should you ever find the uh, bravery, Kelly, yeah. to take okay. on the Silence of the Lambs? Because <laughs> it came out, it was like 91, right? So I, I'm like a yeah. good 30 years uh, like late on this one. But <laughs> Yeah, it's... <laughs> Adam, it's have you watched it? One. Have I haven't you watched, watched it. Of- I'm not a big horror movie fan. Yeah, well, that's my thing. I'm not. So I, I'm I'm new to it. My uh, my better half is slowly making me watch a few of them. So maybe we'll get the Silence of the Lambs one day. Okay. There's some good ones. I can recommend one that did, I think, relatively well. Uh, but it's a great edgier seat kind of one yep. called Stir of Echoes. Oh, I've never heard with, of it. With Kevin Bacon. Oh, okay. Hmm. And I have a, it's not, a, it's not a funny movie at all. It's <laughs> like things happen and make you jump. And I was with a couple of my like lifelong friends. We just happened to get together and we went to see that movie. <laughs> one, of the, one of them was kind of wired, you know, and when she, at, at parts of the movie that were, would make you jump, she would like, she would scream. Like, <laughs> like she was totally freaked out by this movie. Uh, so that's where it became funny, but it is effective in its, uh, keep you on your edge kind of thing. So, uh, fun thing about, um, I, I thought, uh, the other thing that Michelle Pfeiffer said was that she finds the grittier roles a little more her speed and that she has to work harder to play the posh roles. So I thought, well, she won't be making that audition when it comes to a Spice Girls biopic. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Right? A zero. Right? A zero. <laughs> zero. And by the way, I think why the uh, Clarice conversation has come up is because there's a new show, Clarice, coming to, I believe it's on CBS. Eek. So it's within About the next that? couple of weeks. Yeah, it's based on, oh, it's either based on, a, I forget if it's a prequel or, a, or an, it might be after, like it's supposed to be set after the movie was done and so okay. it's it's based around obviously Jodie Foster's character of Clarice but it's it's mm-hmm. it's within the next couple of weeks it's dropping on CBS I believe so I think that's probably why this whole conversation with Michelle Pfeiffer came up is because everybody's yeah. been pushing this uh this new show <laughs> she probably won't want so she's going to be in the show no is she won't what? be uh oh, they've so. hired like because I think they've hired somebody <laughs> they hired would, somebody else for that one too yeah they would have hired somebody <laughs> I think that would have been the age that Jodie Foster was in 1991 oh, okay got it somewhere around there yep Cool. Um, and we talked about uh, at, at the start of the show that uh, that similar to some families, that there's a level of dysfunction that Dave Grohl's been talking about within the Nirvana family from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, um, fu- well, not funny, but he's been doing press for uh, the new Foo Fighters album, which will, by the time this show gets to your ears, everyone, that album will be available to you called Medicine at Midnight. And I don't think there's any way that he can... Uh, do an interview for anything mm-hmm. and not get asked about Nirvana in some way. So uh, this time around, what he confirms was that there was dysfunction within the band, saying that it's not like that at all in the Foo Fighters, but no surprise also that, you know, they were younger then. Um, uh, I'm sh- there were issues, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Drugs and uh, and mental health issues as well. Um, and when talking about that emotional dysfunction in Nirvana, what Dave Grohl said was that um, um, it was relieved when the members of Nirvana picked up their instruments and played. He, what he said was that if the music hadn't worked, we wouldn't have been together. 
And then he went on to say he believes that there's some people you can only communicate with musically, and sometimes that's an even greater, deeper communication. Clearly. Uh, but really, and not, again, not surprising. You're no. young, you're trying to figure stuff out. And in retrospect, Nirvana is this has been created to be this big band. They exploded for sure onto the scene when they did, but they're young guys playing rock music, living their dream, but they're still young guys having fun, right? They weren't looking to change the world. It just happened to change because, you know, I, I think they found out that they changed the world a few months later, you know? They were still living the dream in the van and going city to city in a humble fashion. Uh, meanwhile, the whole world is going, oh my God, Nirvana, and they, they didn't know right away it took them some mm -hmm. it took time for the news to get to them um so no surprise then that they would actually be just young and dysfunctional question I like the oh uh, sorry go, go ahead adam question how long was nirvana together before kurt's passing um well he was in 94 right yeah. yep they would have been uh they would have started in like late 80s uh, Nevermind was, Bleach came before that, but Nevermind was 91, so not that long. Like a brief few years, and Dave Grohl wasn't the original drummer, there was a couple of guys before him. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yep. I like that Dave Grohl says, um, in the particular article we were reading, that uh, he did live with Chris for a bit, and then he and his wife kicked him out after a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Which again, too, like, there's a young couple, married. Yep. Yep. You know, so they they found some normal for themselves. And then this hooligan is not <laughs> not leaving. <laughs> Get exactly. out. Get out. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, there you go. Kind of cool. And you know what? Dave, Dave Grohl has this way of uh, of of taking the questions. He could yep. very easily get fed up with with the same questions, seemingly same questions. What was it like to be in Nirvana <laughs> or whatever? But he's a class act, and he answers them, and he and he pays tribute to the memory of the band and the uh, impact on rock music that they that they had by answering the questions, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that about him. Um, so for your top two today, yes, I think that we've done J Lo before, which is why I went with one of her pals, a former ex, one might say. Exactly, you might say that, but Puff Daddy, nice yeah. P Diddy. <laughs> Diddy dirty dog. <laughs> Too many handles to keep up with. So we're going <laughs> we're going original on the Puff Daddy. So uh, give me your top two from Puff Daddy. I'll start because that's a tradition. Do it. Um, <laughs> I'll go for a song featuring Usher and Loon called I Need a Girl, oh, part yep. one. Nice. Which is my uh, favorite part. And the second one, he's actually, it's not his song. He's featured on it. Uh, but Mo Money, Mo Problems. With the notorious yeah. B.I.G. Nice. I picked that one, too. Look at you. See? That's why we're friends. See, here's the thing. where I thought we had to go with um, songs that he was the lead artist. So that's what I did. I just dropped a name on you, Kel. Did you? <laughs> well, great. Anyways. Pain diddy. So mine... Uh, well, then, I actually think I would have checked... Well, I'm still going to stick with him as lead artist. So I will go with Can't Nobody Hold Me Down. Mm -hmm. uh, nice. Because that was pretty epic. And also Bad Boy for Life. Yeah. Ooh. I, uh, so like I said, I am on the same uh, boat as Adam with uh, Mo Money, Mo Problems. It's just so <laughs> um, good. <laughs> and also, because uh, that's the one that they sample I'm Coming Out, right? By Diana I believe Ross. so, yeah. Yeah. And uh, my other pick is uh, Feels So Good. 
Oh, with Mace. Mm. With Mace. Yeah, that would have been my sample cool in the gang. That would have been my jam if we if I had known we were allowed to pick features, cheaters. <laughs> Anyways, well, we'll do what ask. we want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no but then rules. there was another video that they did, uh, not they, um, Puff Daddy did, and there was a dance interlude with J-Lo. Was it a, a remix for her? I can't remember. Because he did a lot it's such of an remixes. Impressive. He did a lot of remixes back, back in the day. It's such an impressive segment of the video. It's a long video, but this this amazing couple's dance in the middle of the video that's escaping Somebody's me. Somebody's now screaming also at their speakers going, <laughs> this Please stop screaming. Is. Yeah, please stop screaming. <laughs> She just doesn't know anything yeah. today. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what I do know is that I, uh, I like you guys, appreciate, like we said, a Colorado Girl 28, was it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and Snow, uh, Prince. oh, no, Snow Princess. It was Colorado. Let me just check that one more time. It is. Or 78. It was Colorado like 2800 or something. Hold on. Where's no, it? Snow Princess 2800. Right. 2700 Snow Princess. Where did my, here we go. It is. <laughs> Colorado, you got you had it right, Sharon. Colorado Girl 28 and Snow Princess 2800. Oh. Yes. Right. I think they're cousins. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but like what I was going to say is that we appreciate that uh, that people are finding us and listening to us and uh, wherever you do that. And if you want to share your top two of Puff Daddy on any level, whether he was the front man or the... Uh, the spin doctor in the back. Uh, <laughs> let us know via any of the social media platforms that we're on because we're on all of them. Most of them, I mean. At this point, I like to stick in a grinder joke, but I'm not going to do that today. <laughs> I'm better than that. Uh, so thanks, you guys, for another fun chat. Thank you. Thanks, Sharon. And uh, thank you guys for listening to 90s Now. Still happening. <laughs>